So look, we are dressing the model of the paradigm that somebody would call a creationist model, right? They would call it a creationist model, right? So what I was trying to explain to you is that, matter of fact, if you don't mind, just to sit and was I'm actually about the transitionary process, right? So for example, I had mentioned to you, do we have the common ancestor between the great apes and quote unquote homo sapiens? Well, and actually, one thing homo sapiens, it'll go back to homo sapiens. Yeah, that's what we need.
perform different aspects of what Homo sapiens Now, when you say different things, what is the term? Different hominids. So you said it was it's a rhythm between various hominids? Yes. Of different species? Yes, that's why you find an A double zero. You know, Ali kind of messed that up. A double zero is some archaic. Yeah. Right? That's before Neanderthal. Yeah. Homo Neanderthal makes that. So it's a lot of it's a they, they so look, figure that out. When we look at Homo adamogensis, Homo adamogensis is considered gave birth to Homo erectus. No, no, no. Gave birth also to the archaic Homo sapien and the Neanderthalensis, which means that common ancestors break off. We have Neanderthals that go to North Africa, going into the Palestine region. Yeah, but then they need though. Today's today's methodology don't necessarily say that. Yes, it does. No, no. This is what I'm saying. It's it's not it's not that straight line. No, no, no. It's not a straight line, but it's a to help get an understanding on, I'm not saying we see the direct linkages, I'm saying that they've created a model so that we can follow various points of evolution. That's what I'm saying. Can't follow okay. Nature, nature don't work there. Hold on, listen. As human beings, we want to put everything in the straight line. We want to categorize everything. But the forces on Earth, the natural forces on Earth, don't work that way. Does nature have consciousness? You know, that's another argument that they make, your opponents, that's that. This is what they say in science now. We, I, I want you to read this, this is a big argument. It's in the, um, uh, new science. What they start to figure out is that nature is like a grain. Like, you smack yourself, right? You okay, your mind takes that into consideration. And the next time you talk to a person, you're going to be right. Right? And so that's the nature of it. Thinking about solving solutions based off the last thing that happened. So when Homo sapiens sapiens go into a cold earth, right? Those genes, right, has been in that earth before, and it learned how to take care of that problem. So what's and the, so those it's called old dreams, new tricks. Okay, look. So what's the causal agent for that consciousness? That was that's embedded. That's in not, no, that's just no, it's not necessarily consciousness. This is saying nature thinks. And it solves problems. You have to be, but, have a degree of consciousness to think and solve problems. Think, we don't, we don't, but no, we're not saying, see, now we might get mixed in and start saying, well, it's a, it's a consciousness. I'm just saying nature is intelligence. Now, where does intelligence come from? That's not the does point. It, does, it come out of, does it come out of nowhere? Does it come out of an that's something, No, that's something. Y'all, no, no. That's something you would have to ask religions. Religions talk about that. With evolution, that's you get that. So no, you I agree. You have to go to the biblical account. You have to go to the uh, medical account, zero account, and they try to. They talk about that's a form of philosophy. Now, when we talk about consciousness and nature having consciousness, that's a form of philosophy as opposed to. No, they know. No, no, they do agree that nature actually uh, it thinks the problem solved. So did RNA come before DNA? Which one came first? Yeah, RNA came first. Where did the RNA come from? I am like I'm damn and goji somebody. And I ain't got all the goddamn. No, no, you don't. But but you're very versed in it. That's why I can't yeah, yeah. and, and we do so respectfully. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so I don't want to hold off because Office acting like we want to watch Game 7. Game 7. It's a meme smoke. that said our people know more about basketball than we know about culture. I'm trying to fill him on culture. So I want to see Game 7. I'm going to. So he, give me your smell. You know, That's you know, right. Give him a nigga moment. So it's okay to have your nigga moment. Nothing in the strata as far as transitional periods, and then it picks up when we see 
more evolution happening in the cores, and then we see more taking place. I reference the Cambrian explosion because we see a green of about 32 phylum of organisms that have no transitionary fossils, they're full form fossils. In this period of time, according to the quote biblical model, there were epochs of time in which evolution or the development of certain species was taking place. So that's the model that I propose. So I'm saying to you, based on what you were saying, is that we don't have a linear transitionary model. One, two, three, four, but we see pockets in different areas and things evolving. That is a form of punctuated equilibrium. For example, who came with that theory? Is that a theory? It's a theory. It's a theory. Scientific theory that somebody can matter. Fact, it's using by observable nature. We can see that nature has consciousness. We look at the genome, the human genome, we see that there is DNA there that houses information or data. The question is, where did that data come from? If it happened over millions and millions of years of time, then that means that you have to disagree what is driving that consciousness. Yeah, nature. That's what we're saying. And when we say nature, we're looking at animism, meaning that mankind came on the scene, they were hunter-gatherers before they were agriculturists, correct? And being hunter-gatherers, they was observing nature over time. They see that things fall from the trees, you can go and grab the, the uh, apple and eat the apple, and then seeds are falling out. Darwin wouldn't be the origin of the understanding of evolution. No, no. I believe, again, my position is, Microevolution happens all the time. Natural selection is a form of microevolution. Genetic variation, genetic, genetic diversity, and even your gene pool, where genetic variation is at this base, then you have genetic, vari uh, um, uh, genetic uh, variability, and then from there you have genetic diversity. That is all encapsulated in a gene pool, meaning that the human gene pool can account for an Asian person, a white person, any other people coming from somebody has the greatest genetic diversity. I think we went over this before. Yeah, we got you look at the whole population of humans, and you look at all humans, you see Chinese, you see European, okay. you see Indonesian. Are they the same species? You see, no, 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 but you see them transforming, though. That's what like, 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 you don't see that. Nah, it don't matter, but you see the whole, you, you got to get this. Is there a limitation? You see blue eyes. Is there a limitation? Back then, if you got homo sapiens, Oh, you mean before it changed? What do you mean? No, 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 no. In the gene pool of homo sapiens, is there a limitation? Yeah, like a, a, a homo sapiens can't change to a frog. That's a limitation. Like, that's not evolution. So like, like, nothing jumps. Evolution is jump. going back. No such thing as devolution. That's, that's another one. Okay. No Go such ahead. thing as devolution. Yeah. So, what's right? Evolution has no direction. That's now, another thing. Can new information happen no. during no. mutation? No. no. See, there is no new information. See, that's what they don't get. You got to look at the Hulk's gene. Look it up. H-O-X. Hulk's Right? When we talk about old genes new tricks, what they learned was it's a very, very simple process with the Hulk's gene. That you got one gene responsible for your body frame. One gene responsible for the tail. One gene the next thing it looks like, the next thing here. One gene, very, very simple. Look it up. It's, it's interesting did your, how they did that. Did your ancestors have a tail? Let me finish. Okay, good. We got a tailbone right now. No, do they have a tail? You have muscles connected man, to your tailbone. Wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, <laughs> I'm asking hold. a question. I'm trying to tell you that if you look at the skeleton, okay. you can't get away from it. 
That you used to have a tail. No, no, you have a tail bone. Why would you have a tail bone? You didn't have a because tail. Because you have seven to nine muscles that are connected to that. You do edge get of that, that tail though, bone. Wait, do you do understand that there's no use for us? That's all I'm saying. If you don't, and nature they say if you don't use it, you lose it. That's an assumption. There is no need. Look at the nerve endings at the end of your spine. Here's the best one. Oh, yeah, that's the best one. Is it a vestigial organ? Vestigial organ is a organ that over time, because it wasn't being used, right now, today, it has no functionality. Such as the tonsil. No, 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 no. The appendix does have a functional organ. They figured it out. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, it helps with probiotics, and it helps to supply probiotics into the gastrointestinal tract. All right. So, but it's being called a vestigial
human being saying that should work. <laughs> so let me go ahead and try that. Oh, this motherfucker yeah. gets soaked. <laughs> what the hell is they making? Oh uh -huh. shit, it's some dirt, some water. There you go. Mud brick? Then we drop. Mud brick. Old instructions. Now there we and you might debate over the old motherfucking structure there. But I'm just saying, so you got the chimpanzee. Yeah. He hunt with a stick. Eat fish. Nigga say, I'm hungry. <laughs> that shit work. You ain't gonna say that's a goddamn uh thing I ain't doing. Yeah, why you gonna say, nigga, you better go get that fish on that shit up and get that fish. The baby's got this to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why snakes touch him? So look, so look. So even observing nature, any culture that you look at in antiquity, that's exactly what they did. Now, when you deal with literature, that's an abstract construct. We're not dealing with the anthropological record that shows you the evolution in regards to hunting, building house structures, getting buried. These are all things that are part of the lifestyle behavior of humans in antiquity. So, nobody's agreeing with that. The theological labor to talk about the mythos or how things came to be is another section in regards to anthropology. So, I agree. So, what I'm saying is, when I deal with science, I don't necessarily get to explain it with the text. What I do is that. Wait, wait, wait. The text is not written to be a fortified scientific book. So I take elements out of it and I say, okay, let me look at these elements and see, you see it in science and I can build a model to get an understanding of what they observed in their day and time to formulate the mythos, the culture, the history, the legends, etc. that we see in observable nature today. Because that's what they did in their time. They didn't have all the tools that we had to do certain things. They were stupid. You can't live on the earth without science. Actually, had to have some type of science. Of course. You perish as a people without science. Agriculture is a science. The Hebrews were hunter gatherers yeah. and agriculture. They were in the town. I mean, you got, and we talked about this with Nubians, right? Exactly. They was, they was goat herders. Not no goat herders. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about the mummy wrapped up in goat skin, right? They were goat herders. <laughs> the Hebrews are the goat herders. <laughs> the Nubians heard it. They heard it. I'm just saying that after we crack off, 